Who's your real daddy? Ang point number one is my relationship with my father affects or determines my view of God. Okay, it's really true, no? Yung unang impression mo sa tatay mo, doon nabubuo ang ating pagtingin sa Diyos. Doon nang gagaling yung ating perspective of God from our pagkakilala sa Father. Kasi ang pagtingin mo sa Diyos, hindi naman babae. Ang pagtingin mo sa Diyos, hindi naman bata. Pagtingin mo sa Diyos, lalaki. Parang nabubuo yung ating pagkikipag-ugnayan sa Diyos through our experiences with our biological father. Ang tanong is this, is how was your relationship with your dad? Kasi naapektuhan yung pagkikipag-ugnayan sa Diyos depending on how you had bonded with your dad. Do you bond with him? Do you fully trust him? How well do you communicate with your dad? Malinaw ba? Madalas? Open? Transparent, magaan ang communication mo sa tatay. And how do you feel pag siya sa bahay? How do you feel when you are in His presence? So I'm just trying to get you to understand, balikan mo ang experiences mo with your dad. And the reason why I want you to think about yung mga experiences mo sa dad mo, whatever is yung karanasan mo doon, it really had probably affected how you get close to God. Do you bond with God? Do you really trust Him that He won't leave you? Do you trust ang kanyang motives, yung kanyang agenda for you, na wala siyang selfish motive, that He cares about you, He loves you? How about communication? Open ba ang prayers? Kasi prayer is communication with God. Kumusta ang prayers? Very formal. Parang you're praying, pero close to your heart. Open ba ang communication mo sa Father? You can just be yourself. Because if you didn't have open communication with your dad, then maybe that is one reason why ganun ka sa prayers sa Dios, And also in His presence. When the presence of God is around, how do you feel? Do you feel relaxed? Do you feel good? Do you feel at ease? Or do you feel tense and nervous and uncomfortable? Number two is this. Dahil walang perfect father on this world, forgive your earthly father. That is a gift. Doon sa forgive, merong root word. Yung root word is give. We need to say, when you forgive your dad, it's a gift to him. You know, a gift is something you don't deserve. So, hindi na bali if your dad deserves your forgiveness or not. Ang tanong is, what will you give? So, when you forgive your father, it's your gift to him. Grace. And yung word for, that's also a kind of a, a prefix. The word for means something that goes in advance of. You know, your forefathers, na una sayo. They went ahead of you. The foreman is ahead of the others. Siya yung parang overseer. Diba? So, what does forgive mean? It's giving forgiveness in advance. Ibig sabihin, nauna yung gift mo sa tatay even before he asks you to forgive him. We need to forgive our fathers yung ilang sa atin ay you maybe had an absent father. Maybe namatay siya before you were in school. Some people have experienced that. 
Physically, wala siya sa'yo. Wala siya sa stage nung nakatanggap ka ng award. Wala siya sa graduation. Physically, or maybe he was absent, hindi na namatay, pero parang namatay siya kasi pumunta siya sa Saudi o sa ibang province. Sa ibang. So it's possible na talagang absent siya physically or some people had a father who was absent emotionally. Nadyadyan lang siya physically, pero parang ang layo niya emotionally. Parang hindi siya approachable. Hindi siya available sa'yo. Hindi mo siya ma-access because he's not emotionally connected to you. Or could be worse even. May mga fathers that were abusive physically. Nananakit sa'yo o sa mami mo. It might have been a father that was abusive emotionally, verbally. Perhaps yung sa physical di kanya sinaktan with his fist, but it's possible sinaktan kanya with his words. And hanggang ngayon, di mo makakalimutan yung words na sinabi niya. Devastating words. Kung binox kanya na sa muka, gagaling yun. Pero the words are a deeper hurt that lasts forever. You need to forgive your father for that. The only way to be healed is to forgive. And even if it was a sexual, some men even sexually abuse their children. You need to forgive your father for something very shameful, very hurtful that was done to you. The healing for you, listen to me, mapapasayo only sa pamamagitan ng iyong pagbibigay ng forgiveness sa kanya. It's the only way. Never mind para sa kanyang pakinabang. For your sake, forgive your father so that you can be healed, so that you can be healthy. And letter A here is to pray for your father's salvation. Most of you, your father was not a renewed Christian. Maaring believer in God, pero iba talaga pag save, pag mayroong relationship with God through Jesus. Siyempre, ang Diyos nagmamayari ng lahat ng tao sa buong mundo. Pero iba yung you are His child. And that only happens when a man receives Jesus as Lord and Savior. Possible, di pa naranasan ng tatay mo yan. Therefore, Kung ano yung abilidad ng tatay mo, talagang limited yan. Without Christ, sabi ni Jesus, you can do nothing. You cannot. Because only through Christ, only with the strength of God, the grace of God, can a man be the right man. So you have to pray for his salvation. And letter B is try to understand him. Dapat siyang mag-understand sa'yo, di ba? But why not? Dahil ikaw na nakatanggap kay Jesus, ikaw na maging matured one. Ikaw na lang mag-initiate ng understanding sa kanya. Try to understand na baka kaya ganyan siya. Hindi mo aakalain, ganyan din ang pagtrato ng lolo mo sa kanya. You just don't know what he went through. And minsan, mga tatay natin, ganyan sila because they were hurt. Hindi mo lang alam kung ano yung dinaanan ng tatay mo. So try to understand. And letter C is initiate. Initiate bonding and intimacy with your dad. Kung hindi kanya nilalapitan, ikaw lumapit sa kanya. Kung hindi siya gumagawa ng time or way na magpakipag-bonding sa'yo, ikaw mo initiate You know what? If you want to initiate bonding sa tatay mo, kailangan na lumabas sa mundo mo at mag-missionary ka papuntang sa mundo niya. You have to make a mission. Missionaries don't stay in their own country. A missionary goes out of his own country and he goes to another country and he changes he eats the food of the other country. He lives in the place of the other people. He does what they want to do. Siya ang nag adjust Why not, bilang mga believers and Christian, why not be a missionary to your dad? 
leave for some time your interests and initiate bonding with your dad in his world. What does he like to do? What does he like to eat? Where does, what's his hobbies? Who are his friends? Join them. Love them. Make a good impression sa kanila. How about letter D? Highlight and praise his positive side. I'm sure na marami ka makikitang weakness ng tatay mo. Marami ka makikitang faults. Aware ka doon, pero hindi na kailangan na balik-balikan. Pwede mong i-highlight yung positive. Kung saan siya magaling. Every man has something good. Something in your dad is good na he attracted your mom. Because you would not be here if your mom didn't love him somehow, some way. She saw something about him that was attractive. There's something about your dad that's awesome. This is also one way to initiate bonding and intimacy. What creates intimacy? So I'll give you three T's to create intimacy with your dad. The first one is time. So if you give some time to your dad, mahalaga din ang time-ing. Not just your time, but look for good time-ing. Probably inasahan mo siya ang magbibigay ng time sa'yo. Burayan mo sa isip mo na ako ang recipient. Ikaw ang mag-missionary sa kanya. Hanapin mo yung good timing para sa kanya, hindi para sa'yo. Gawa ka ng way. Give him time. Spend time. The second T is talk. Not only talk na reklamo, but talk about what he wants to talk about. So how will you do that? Ask questions patungkol sa kanyang childhood. You know, gawa ka ng creative ways. Hindi yung puro ikaw magsasalita about what you want to talk about. Let the conversation be fulfilling sa kanya. And the third T is touch. Touch your dad. A good touch. Sa umpisa, baka awkward. Pero kahit na papakita niya sa'yo na awkward, don't feel rejected. Don't stop. Maybe you can try to massage him. Again, timing is very important. Pag pagod na pagod yan, masakit ang mga paa niya, mamassage mo yung nasty, stinky feet niya, he won't reject you. Anyway, you can wash your hands later with muriatic acid or something. You can sterilize your hands later. But a touch is one way to show love. For some men, that's their love language, touch. So these are some things that you can do to build intimacy, initiate bonding. Okay, so if number two was to forgive your earthly father, number three is to accept your heavenly father. God is a mender and a mentor. God will mend. He will repair your emotions. He will restore your brokenness. Siya ang bahala sa'yo. Siya ang mag-aayos ng lahat ng mga problema, lahat ng mga gulo. And he's also a mentor. He will teach you. Hindi lang teacher, kundi mentor. He will not make you bitter. He will make you better. Psalms chapter 68, verse 5, said that God is the father of the fatherless. So kung ikaw ay fatherless dito, God is your father. Romans chapter 8, verse 15, For you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, but you received the spirit of sonship, kung babae ka, daughtership. And by him, through that spirit, we can cry, Abba, Father. And letter B is this, Allow God to re-parent you. I don't mean parent as a noun. Pwedeng gamitin yung word parent as a verb. Maybe hindi ka naranasan ng excellent parenting. But God is here today to re-parent you. 
He will do it again the right way, the perfect way. Mending you and mentoring you, not tormenting you. He's a mentor, not a tormentor. He's a fixer, not a breaker. A blesser, not a curser. A lifter, not a downer. John 14, verse 18, sabi ni Jesus, Now I will not abandon you as orphans. If your mother or father abandoned you or neglected you or pushed you away, sabi ng Diyos, I will not abandon you, treat you like an orphan. I will come to you. Psalms 27:10. Even if my father and mother abandon me, the Lord will take care of me. The Lord will parent me. And to reparent, it means to say na, alimbawa, mayroon kang memories left over sa childhood mo. And yung memories na masakit, traumatic, saktan ka, napahiya ka, na-discourage ka, natakot ka. This time, balikan mo yung past na yan and sadyain mo na masdan mo si God in that situation. Be aware that God is eternal and He's present in your past. Ipasok mo si God in that situation. Tingnan mo siya. Tingnan mo kung anong ginagawa niya. Imaginein mo na siya ang nag-i-embrace sa'yo. Na siya ang nag-comfort sa'yo. Siya ang nagbibigay ng security sa'yo, ng, ng support sa'yo. Sabi ni God sa Jeremiah 31 verse 3, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have is past tense. So maski yung, yung scenario ay nasa iyong past, long time ago, kayang-kayang pumasok si God sa past mo, sa situation na yan. Kayang-kaya ng Diyos na reparent you. God can rewrite the outcome of the story of your life. And in John 16:27, Jesus said, The Father Himself loves you because you loved me and believed. Because you believe in Jesus. At tinanggap mo ang kanyang pagmamahal sa'yo. The Father Himself loves you. Automatically transferred into you ang lahat ng attention and love and honor and so letter C is this. As a child of God, I am now a new creation. Ephesians 1 verse 4 to 8, The Father chose us in Christ. Hindi ka pinili because you're good. He did not choose you in your good grades. He did not choose you because of your good looks. Hindi ka pinili because in your good behavior, you're religious, mabait ka, nag-oobey. Hindi. God chose you simply because of in Christ. And this pagpili niya sa'yo was before the creation of the world. So noon pa ito, luto na. It was a setup. A setup to save you. A setup to bless you before the creation of the world. Set up that you would be holy and blameless, not in your track record. Holy and blameless in what? What does the scripture say? Holy and blameless in your everyday behavior? You're only holy and blameless in His sight, in the way He sees you. Even in your behavior, your words, your actions are not good. But in His sight, He chose you to be holy and blameless. He declared you righteous. And in love, God predestined us to be adopted as His sons. The Bible says that's what He wanted to do. It's not us begging God. It's what He wanted to do to you. Yes, pabor sa atin, but it's not a problem sa kanya. It's not a burden sa kanya. To save you, to take away your sins, and gawin kanyang tunay na anak niya, that's what he wanted to do. It's his idea, not your idea. It's his desire. It's what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. 
1 John 3, 1, see what great love your father, your real daddy, has lavished on you that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. Whatever situation you're in, your father is coming to the rescue. Your father is here to rescue you. Maybe your earthly father is part of the problem. Maybe he's part of the reason why na ganito ang ugali mo. But you can forgive your earthly father and accept your heavenly father. Recognize that bilang anak ng Diyos, you are now different. You are not what they called you before. You're a new creation. You are not what your parents told you you would be. You are now who God tells you you will be. Kung limitation na binigay ng parents sa'yo before, now there's no limits. Your true daddy, your true father, he just wants to save you. If you're not yet saved, he's ready to save you. So I want you just to put your hand right here on your heart and say, Father, I accept you bilang tunay na daddy ko. And I invite Jesus into my heart right now. Bilang tagapagliktas, bilang tagahugas ng aking mga kasalanan. Baguhin mo ang aking pag-iisip, baguhin mo ang aking attitude, gawin mo akong isang tunay na anak ko. Tulungan mo ako na mag-forgive ng aking earthly father. Kung ano yung pagkakulang niya, pinapatawad ko na siya. Dahil pinatawad mo rin ako. Salamat sa iyo.